Hello, you guys. Welcome to the Spark It Up podcast. This is Jacqueline, and I'm here with my guest, Hannah LeBron. She's my skincare, brows, all of this beauty stuff lady. Um, and so uh let me we just wanted to do a podcast because like i being girls ourselves and beauty is and is a part of health and and skincare is a huge part of health and your well-being and self-love and all of that like i think that's a really valuable way to take care of all these questions you guys had um we have a lot actually so we're trying to we'll try to like bust them all through but i want hannah to introduce herself a little bit so here we go hi guys i'm hannah lebron i'm a licensed esthetician and i own a skincare boutique here in san diego in the la mesa area um i've been an esthetician since 2009 and um i love it Yay. I've been here in San Diego for about four years now, and we've expanded twice. Yes. So that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Building. Mm-hmm. That's always good. Um, I think that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> okay, so we're going to jump right into the questions. Okay, so um, two of the questions that Jacqueline got that actually people have asked me before, too, Um is face masks and how often is too much um i usually tell clients depending what the face mask is um you usually want to do it maybe just once a week at the most Mm -hmm. um if you're doing an exfoliating mask you want to do that a little less especially if you're exfoliating regularly if you're doing a moisturizing one you can probably do that a little bit more if there's not a lot of different ingredients in it Mm -hmm. um so it kind of just depends also kind of depends on your skin type Mm -hmm. um a lot of these, a lot of skincare can be <clears throat> um, made as very dependent mm-hmm. on, on the what's, person. Yeah, on the right. person. So it's hard to say exactly, but mm-hmm. usually once a week is a good amount of time. Mm. Um, another question was breakouts in certain areas. Um, <clears throat> So Chinese medicine, they say like, you know, if you have breakouts on your cheeks, it's for, you have lung issues, usually uh respiratory issues, um, chin, jawline, that's usually acne or that's usually acne. That's usually hormonal acne. Um, so if you're around your period, most of the time you'll see like breakouts around your chin. Um, a lot of people think like mouth breakouts Mm -hmm. are hormonal, but that's usually what you're eating oh um, that makes sense so like say you ate a pizza and the next day you have a little breakout Near right next mouth. to your mouth uh-huh. that's probably from the oil oh. from the pizza not necessarily i mean diet dairy and mm-hmm. you know sugars and all that will cause breakouts but around the mouth is usually food wow um forehead can be um is this stress forehead can say. be a lot of sh- it can be stress but it also can be your hair products oh yeah that like makes when you're sense. working like out wearing, wearing a, a hat or something mm-hmm. like that or you're sweating and you don't wipe it off or something yeah like that. so i get a lot of clients that work out a ton and they come in with um breakouts around their on their forehead on their around hair their hairline line. Mm-hmm. so um you know you usually have to kind of just ask them questions mm-hmm. like okay did you change your shampoo conditioner mm-hmm. are you wearing a hat when you work out like i wear a hat all the time because i sweat like crazy mm-hmm. so okay. i have to like <laughs> take it off like right after I'm done working out and make sure 
I like cleanse that area really, Mm. really well. Mm. So there's a bunch of different things. It's hard to determine, you know, it's easier if you have an esthetician. Yeah. And then they They look at because they know the questions Mm -hmm. and different breakouts mean different things, like Mm -hmm. what kind of breakout it is. So Mm -hmm. wow. That's that. A whole nother world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um when I get consultations with like skincare consultations, um, a lot of people they're kind of mind blown like it's oh, like much? a science experiment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of guess and, you know, ask questions, investigate, yeah. see what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> another, <laughs> everyone asks me, whenever I ask anyone for questions, this is always the first thing I get is how do you minimize pore size? <laughs> so um, pore size is genetic, Ooh. but it can look larger if it's... If you're congested, if you have congestion in the skin. So if there's built up oil, dirt, bacteria, Mm -hmm. all that stuff, it just makes the pore look larger. So regular exfoliation, like gentle exfoliation will help because it's going to keep the skin, that pore clear. Mm -hmm. Cleansing, obviously. Um, And one or making sure you're moisturized really well. Your skin is moisturized. So what happens is sometimes that oil, when it hardens... You know, when it mm-hmm. gets oxygenated, it gets hard at the top, and then that what that's doing is keeping that pore. Open. So, you know, like, if you see, I everyone watches all these, like, YouTube videos now of, like, pimple popping, yeah, uh-huh. and they squeeze out that blackhead, and uh-huh. there's just, like, that hole there. Uh-huh. So, it'll go back to normal, but you want, Ooh. so it's the same thing with a smaller one. Oh. So, your pores are looking larger because of that. You squeeze them out. They mm-hmm. look a little big. So, if you exfoliate and you keep that moisturized so it doesn't harden there, mm-hmm. and you cleanse that mm-hmm. right away mm-hmm. every day. And then that'll minimize that. Well, cool. Yeah. Retinol uh-huh. is good. Our lac- lactic acid is good for that. Um, nice. <clears throat> if you're worried about like aging and you have a little bit of acne, salicylic is good for pore size too. Wow. Okay. Learning so much. I'm like, my mind's already like, whoa, <laughs> this is a lot of good stuff. Um. I got best primer for foundation. Ooh. Um, so that's another thing that depends on your skin type. Oh. If you have dry skin, um, make sure your skin is cleansed really well before putting makeup on and then moisturize. You yeah. don't really need a primer oh. if you have dry skin. Um, make sure, too, like you're using a foundation for your skin type. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes a difference. So what is what are the... Like, is there's like liquid foundation, powder, and all of that stuff? Like, Yeah. Who's um, best for what? So dry skin, I like liquid foundation Mm -hmm. or like a cream foundation, but a lot of liquid and cream foundations, like everything will say like for dry skin or like oily skin. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, most will say that like I have dry skin. I tried that Fenty Mm -hmm. by Rihanna, that Mm -hmm. foundation, and that didn't work for me at all because that works better on someone with oilier skin. Mm. So someone with oily skin, they're going to, or some like normal to oily, I guess, they would love that foundation if they want that kind of coverage. For me, it looked like... Like patchy? Patchy and dry, Mm. and my skin looked flaky. Mm. So... um. At Sephora, they'll give you little samples if you yeah, ask them. Yeah, uh-huh. So I, always I did that everyone, all the time. <laughs> I'm like, ask for those samples. The sample will last you for a few days. Mm-hmm. Just because more drugstore foundations, that'll tell you, like, for oily skin. Like, Revlon Color mm-hmm. Stay is my favorite mm-hmm. if I'm going to pick up a drugstore foundation. And that one will tell you, like, for oily combination skin, normal skin, yeah. dry skin. Mm-hmm. Um, 
That's so, yeah, dry skin, I just make sure you're moisturizing really well first. Mm-hmm. You don't really need a primer, in my opinion. Um, for oily skin, the Hangover RX, it's by Too Faced. Oh, Too Faced. Yeah. That one is really oh. nice. It's very light. It dries up really quick. Mm-hmm. But I, your foundation, like, sticks to it. Nice. That one's really nice. And I, it says it's supposed to help your skin, like, if you're feeling, like, if your skin feels, like, dull and uh-huh. stuff. But I like it more for, like, the stickiness. Oh. Then if you have like fine lines, deep pores, like pitting, scarring, um, a y- the YSL primer, it's expensive, but that it's one is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't need a ton of it. I usually will put just prime that primer on the spots with like the fine lines. Oh. So like a little bit under the eyes, like mm-hmm. most people have scarring on their cheeks mm-hmm. and like the pores on their cheeks mm-hmm. and their nose. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> any type of silicone feeling primer is going to work for like the large pores mm-hmm. and the fine lines because mm-hmm. that's going to sit Smooth in that. It. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's going to make it, like, a smooth surface. Base. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, what so cool. Else? So many questions. Let's see. I have I have some service questions on here. Ooh. Um, yeah. <clears throat> so one of them is, what is the best treatment for acne? Um, <laughs> I feel like a lot of these things kind of depends what's go- kind of going on with your skin. Mm-hmm. But um depends on the type of acne. So there's different kind of breakouts there's like antihistamine breakouts like an allergic reaction oh, mm-hmm. um there's breakouts that's just like congestion whiteheads blackheads mm-hmm. which is to me the easiest to treat and then mm-hmm. there's cystic where that is like those deep pimples those, that hurt mm-hmm. they're usually purple inflamed yeah. mm-hmm. um best treatments for in the in the spa um or a salon is probably a peel mm-hmm. um peels that we use the cell cell pulp peel is going to be your best option it's going to treat that acne um what peels do is it resurfaces the skin so it exfoliates all that dead stuff and it brings everything up to the surface um but with acne your services are going to be important but your at-home care yeah is going to be even more yeah yeah. that's going to be what gives you your longer lasting results Mm -hmm. it's like going to the gym yeah if you mm-hmm. go to the gym, but you don't do anything at home, mm-hmm. you go gym once a week, <laughs> but you don't do anything at home, then you're not going to get yeah, the results, the results mm-hmm. you want. Mm-hmm. And lash lift and lash extensions. That was a question Ooh. I got a couple times. I got those tw- that one twice. Um, lash lifts are really popular now, so mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much a perm, but mm-hmm. instead of curling the lashes, you're bending the lash so the lashes stick up. Oh, so they're way more noticeable, mm-hmm. and it doesn't curl back into your eyelid. Um, How long do they last? That one's like six to eight weeks. Wow. Most of our clients come at that six, seven week mark. Mm-hmm. Um, what'll happen is they'll just when your lashes naturally fall out, oh. you know, they'll grow back in straight mm-hmm. or however they mm-hmm. grow in, um, and. Then you'll just get another lift, mm. and then you just keep going. It's way less maintenance than lash extensions. Yeah, I bet. So um, mm. the one thing, if you do have, like, thinner lashes, I tell clients, like, use a little bit of castor oil, like, when they start to uncurl. Uh-huh. So it'll, it's like a deep conditioning, just oh. like your hair. If you color mm-hmm. your hair, you should condition it. Yeah. Um, so lash lifts is your natural lashes. So if you like a more natural look and less maintenance, lash lifts are great. Mm-hmm. They usually run between 
60 to a hundred dollars no that's very doable yeah. for like the amount of time you're not using the freaking curling iron mm-hmm. uh, the curling thing on your yeah lashes. the eyelash curler yeah. mm-hmm. um my lashes stick sh- i have the nice asian lashes Me that too. stick straight down mm-hmm. <laughs> so those are really good for that um it makes a huge difference it makes the eyes pop it's mm-hmm. nice um unfortunately california we can't tint usually lash lifts come oh. with the lifting and the tinting Mm -hmm. um board of cosmetology here is very strict and there's no fda approved tinting product here or made Mm -hmm. in the world i guess Mm -hmm. so they banned it yeah um there are some places that you can find that'll do it Mm -hmm. but but you're not safe it's like your eyes yeah they're your eyes if something happens their insurance won't cover it like Mm -hmm. the spa's insurance won't cover you Mm -hmm. it'll be your out of pocket or your insurance will have to cover that um so for us, our client safety and, yeah. you know, we don't want to have to deal with any insurance yeah. stuff. Yeah. So we don't offer that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I was saying, there are some places that do. So if you really want that tint, if you have blonde lashes, you can find that place. Some, you can probably find a handful of places out here that will do that. Yeah. Um, lash extensions are when you apply one to up to like 10 maybe. <gasps> like it just really? depends on the mm-hmm. look you're going for. Um mm-hmm. Uh, extensions on one natural lash so that can create you can have like a natural look with mm-hmm. it or you can do a roll full vol- voluminous look um very customizable different types of curls different diameters as far as how thick the lash is yeah. um that one maintenance is a little more intense you're going to be coming in two to three weeks mm-hmm. um if you take care of them well, probably the three-week mark. I have some clients that come every four weeks, mm. um, and their retention is pretty good. Mm-hmm. But they're, like, really taking care of their lashes. They're, like, brushing it all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're not using, like, anything that's going to break down the adhesive. Mm. Um, some people can be allergic to the adhesive. So mm-hmm. if you have a lot of, like, eye issues, mm-hmm. um, very sensitive, most places will do, like, a patch test. Uh, mm-hmm. So you can test it out first. Um, it shouldn't harm your eyes. It shouldn't make your lashes fall out sooner mm-hmm. unless the technician is doing it wrong. Mm. Um, obviously the f- heavier look you go for, um, that's more weight on each natural lash. Yeah. So you might get slight premature fallout. Mm-hmm. Like most lash, your lashes fall out every like 14 to 21 days. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So you'll lose about 10 to 20 between every fill. Mm-hmm. So if you, um, are if your technician is doing it right then you'll see some fallout but it's fine you know you'll mm-hmm. we see one that falls out but then we'll have a natural lash growing right yeah. back in mm-hmm. and that's when you come for a fill and then we'll mm-hmm. put a lash extension on that one um that will you, lash extensions usually run average 70 to it can run up to 300 dollars. yeah 300. depending on what kind of lash extensions mm-hmm. you're getting um, and where you're going, um, you know, obviously if you go to La Jolla, you're going to get like higher price mm-hmm. extensions. Um, most places use the same kind of products. There's only like a handful of really popular lash brands. Oh. Um, the, the one thing you, I do tell clients to ask around is like, what brand are you using? Oh. Um, just because there's a lot of, you know, Amazon now people yeah. can order like anything, all their products. Mm-hmm. And I've seen some people who they're using like 
hair extension mm-hmm. glue on their eyelashes or uh. um, like stuff glue that has no labels yeah like that's... from china on amazon that has no oh ingredients on it so it's on your eyes yeah so be careful <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't hurt if your lashes hurt that's... you need to go to somewhere get else get them removed yeah. and like it all of that i had an infection it. once from <gasps> lash extensions a girl and she burnt she got glue in my eye <laughs> so oh, it was real bad. So yeah. worst experience. Um. Okay. I had a microblading question. Oh, I yeah. So, um, I had what is microblading? How long does it last? So, microblading. It's not a very new technique, but it's in the last few years it's gotten really popular mm-hmm. um because they've kind of refined the technique mm. so what it is is it's permanent makeup it's a type of permanent makeup if someone tells you it's not a tattoo then they're they don't know what they're talking about oh you're putting ink in someone's skin it's yeah. a tattoo mm. it's just um with microblading they say it can be semi-permanent because mm-hmm. if you do it properly it only goes up to it doesn't go super deep in the skin. It only goes up to the dermis. Uh, so your skin naturally exfoliates. So eventually you'll have to do a touch-up. It'll fade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some Ooh. clients will see it fade. If it's not put in deep enough, they'll see it fade way sooner than others. So most of my clients come in the one-year to two-year mark. Ooh. So it also depends the... on if you have any hair or not. Because yeah. like if you have more hair you have, the longer it'll last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what we use is a little blade that has a bunch of little needles. Um, and there's different blades for like different sizes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you match your hair. If someone has really fine hair, you use obviously a finer blade. Ooh. Thicker hair, thicker blade. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you create hair-like strokes. You mm-hmm. follow their natural hair pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, different nationalities usually have different types of hair patterns Mm -hmm. like a lot of asians their hair will grow up in the front and Mm -hmm. down towards the end Mm -hmm. um some people have like brows that just grow straight up Mm -hmm. so um having a natural if you really want a natural look find someone who like kind of follows the hair pattern um and it takes maybe about well it takes me an hour and a half maybe two hours at the most and it's pretty painless you get numb before everyone asks like does it hurt Uh, but you get it's mm, california you like five percent lidocaine topical lidocaine is the legal amount that we can use unless you're going to a doctor's office yeah um and most of my clients if they feel it they say it kind of feels like tweezing oh mm -hmm. so that's nice you know most Mm -hmm. if you go to someone they have to be insured and certified Mm -hmm. in microblading um what else do I have? Yeah, because um, I'm thinking about microblading. Because I, I loved how you did my brows, and I'm like, okay, I trust Hannah. Let's let's do this. Because I'm like, you saw my my mm-hmm. eyebrows. They're really fine, really thin. I have like, if I lay on a pillow, my eyebrows on the pillow. Or yeah. if I hug somebody, my eyebrows <laughs> on their shirt. You know, it's like, damn it. But um, I always tell clients, it's like, microblading is great for your, like, you wake up and that's your natural brow. Like that mm-hmm. would have been your God-given brows. Mm-hmm. They're perfect. Um, and then it doesn't take the place of makeup. Mm-hmm. So you can do like microblading. And then if you and want that look of makeup, mm-hmm. you can just go in and it's like already having a stencil. You just like mm-hmm. follow the lines mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. makes it so much easier. Yeah. Um, people now will do like microblade and shade. Ooh. So someone who 
prefers a little bit of a makeup look. Mm-hmm. You know, so they'll do permanent. some shading behind mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, you know, another service that's pretty customizable. Mm-hmm. Um, most of my clients now are doing like the microblade and shade mm-hmm. because with the shading, I can do like a small amount, like mm-hmm. if they just want their tails really defined yeah. mm-hmm. or I can go through the whole brow. Nice. And so that's nice. And it's the same thing. It just lasts, you know, 12 to 18 months usually. Mm-hmm. Um, microblading is my favorite thing to do. Ooh, okay, it's good to tedious. know. <laughs> you have to like make sure, you know, I'm very upfront with the clients. I do a full consultation before, mm-hmm. um, which most technicians should be doing. Yeah. It puts us because, both on the same page. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they know what to expect. Like some people think it's going to, microblading looks like a powder brow. Like, you know, when you get a tattoo mm-hmm. with the gun, like the old little ladies, mm-hmm. they have yep. that kind of look. Mm-hmm. Um, some people think that's what microblading is. So, you know, I always have someone come in, I walk, t- tell them how the whole service is going to go mm-hmm. exactly what I use. I'll do like a little patch test, make sure the pigment is not going to cause a reaction. Ooh, that's um, nice. and then the day of the service, I'll outline the brow and we have them sign off on it. You mm-hmm. know, we tweak whatever we want to need to tweak and we make sure it's like that's the good. brow they want yeah a lot of places um they just I've do had it. A, yeah a bunch yeah. of people come and i had to do like corrections because they like yeah they just went in and they numbed them and they just went they didn't shape it at all they just wow. asked me what i wanted i'm like that's scary that on scary. my end that's yeah. scary too because uh-huh. i'm like um what if you don't like what i give yeah. you because <laughs> mm-hmm. my style might be different from what you want yeah so, um <clears throat> I usually err on the side of natural, too. Mm-hmm. Um, microblading takes two sessions at least, or at the, yeah, I guess at least. Like, it takes every, f- my fee comes with the first session, your aftercare kits, and then a perfecting session. Mm. Um, I do that because I need, I want everyone to come back for their perfecting yeah. session. Even if it looks perfect to them, mm-hmm. I want them to come back. Like, tattoos change. Yeah. You know, they will fade a little yeah. bit mm-hmm. they'll soften shrink mm-hmm. so um i like everyone to come back so including that in the fee just makes them come back anyways like yeah. you already paid for it oh, you gotta come nice. and do it <laughs> i love yeah. it okay good to know because i yeah i really want want to do that um yep whenever you want yay um I, that's majority of the questions i got let's see yeah, unless you have any questions. I was, yeah, I wanted to listen to all your questions before I have, I asked mine. Mm-hmm. Um, well, one I think would be, I'm really terrible at like self-care in the beauty side. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just found out, I'm super, and just, just found out. I just realized that I'm very aggressive when I shampoo my hair, when I wash my face. It's just like quick, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. Like, cause I, I'm a mom and I have a lot, I might run a business and I'm just like, oh, I need, I have a lot of things to do. So the most minimalist skincare routine, what do you need? Um, I just made a post about this too. Ah. It's perfect. So cleansing, obviously, uh-huh. um, a moisturizer uh-huh. and SPF. Okay. Easy. Yeah, I do um, all that. I think there's so many multi-functional products mm-hmm. that... Um, that can take care of a lot yeah. of the stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. for me, in the mornings, I don't do a ton on my skin in the morning. I mm-hmm. I use a gentle wash mm-hmm. because usually I don't have makeup on when mm-hmm. I wake up. Yeah. Um, and then I moisturize with, like, a moisturizer that has some vitamin C and retinol in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I put SPF. Nice. So that's, like, the basic. So three products, 
SPF is obviously only being mm-hmm. used during the day. day. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, cleanser and moisturizer twice a day. Nice. And you don't need a ton too. Well, if the product is made well. Yeah. You don't need you a ton You just need like a little pea size. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. And I tell my clients, because a lot of people will forget. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I just like, <laughs> doing my stuff and I forget. I'm like, um... Just put your products near the your toothbrush. Uh huh. You brush your teeth. That's where I have mine. Twice a day. Oh so my I gosh, I love the ones that you gave me. I just haven't used every single one of them yet. Yeah, I use the moisturizer for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Hydra Seat. That one's my favorite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. My skin's a lot brighter. I love yeah. it. So habits like twice a day, mm-hmm. morning and night. Ooh, another question. How do you know if your makeup's all off? <laughs> Other than you know, like. Your, you know, the eyeliner and all that stuff, but mm-hmm. like things on your cheeks and all like the foundation. Cause I feel like foundation is more sticky. Yeah. You know? So especially when you're using, like I use liquid foundation. Mm-hmm. I like heavier coverage. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, I do a double cleanse. Ooh. So I do the first cleanse and I tell clients, think of it like your first cleanse is removing all that dirt, the makeup. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is so that cleanser obviously can remove anything that's left over uh-huh. um and then um that the cleanser whatever it's made for because some cleansers are like anti-aging yeah or mm-hmm. and then those ingredients can penetrate the skin Ooh. better because there's nothing there's blocking nothing mm-hmm. um also one of my favorite things to use with the cleanser is uh the little foreos i don't know if you've oh, ever seen those they're, i've seen you post something about that they're little it's like a little like, silicone mm-hmm. vibrating exfoliating thing tool thing, tool mm-hmm. and you just what I do is I do the first cleanse where I put the cleanser on and then I kind of wash off as much as I can and then I'll use I'll put a little bit of cleanser on that and then I'll go oh. through and the little um I don't even know what they're called it's like bristles yeah the bristles yeah, mm-hmm. on it that will get deeper into the pores and it's supposed to be an ultrasonic vibration Ooh. so that's supposed to get everything that's in there to like just shake it up. Come up. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'll shake it up. I love it. I leave it in my shower and I every night. Nice. <laughs> I used to use, like, when I was pregnant, I used to use a Clarisonic. I like Clarisonics. They're really good for deep cleansing, but I tell clients... Don't overdo it. Don't overdo it. If you have dry skin, once a week. Mm-hmm. If you have oily skin, thicker skin, you can use that a little bit more. Wow. Yeah. No. I just stopped using it because... I'm really terrible at charging things. <laughs> I have one too. And same, I don't ever charge it. Yeah. So I don't ever use it. I started using it on my body instead. Ooh, so like drier yeah. areas, like uh-huh. your knees, knees and your elbows. elbows. I use it there. Nice. Um, I have a extra head on it and I use it under my armpits. Mm-hmm. To keep it all nice and clean. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that, all that. These different deodorants Mm -hmm. i started using a natural deodorant Uh and everyone warned me that natural deodorants they wear off um your they change the color in (gasps) your armpits no so i started getting a little line so i I need to go charge it now so i can use that to exfoliate the skin it's so Uh (laughs) sad yeah it's the one downside of natural deodorant oh pigmentation wow okay so um, thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, I hope you guys uh, learned a lot out of all of this. Um, and it was, you know, answered all of your questions. Let us know if you want us to do another one. This is very informative. But I do want to plan on having more of a, like, like a business type podcast yeah. with Hannah. Because she's really, she's you guys heard her. She expanded twice since she's been here. And it's like, I'm really into, like, growing 
businesses and impact and all of that stuff. So, and I know a lot of you listeners are business owners as well. So, um, love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And, um, oh, tell them where they can find you. Um, Instagram, mm-hmm. beauty by Hannah Lebron, L-E-B-R-O-N. Um, our website, hannahlebron.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think everywhere on in Facebook, Hannah, beauty mm-hmm. by Hannah Lebron. Super easy. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Bye, you guys.